Hi, my name is Yuandi Awolano, and you're welcome to the City Vibrations. What's up, guys? Um, happy New Week, I guess. <laughs> so, um, from where we left off um, last episode, or part of where we left off last episode, uh, we talked about the fact that Brian learned the interview at TVC. He had earlier spoken about the fact that um, Chocolate City still sends a a male reminding him of his orange uh it's a very funny situation to me yeah but not so funny uh to the people that are um active participants in it in the interview brimer brimer mentioned something about the fact that he went after being signed he had gone ahead to you know seek out partnerships in alaba seek out partnerships um for producing and all of that and in my mind when i hear that and then when i hear oh you owe me this amount I have to ask, what did the label bring to the table uh, for Brimo to work with? Um, as a label, as a structure, if you are signing somebody, if you're placing a contract on the table um, to an artist, I assume that the benefits for the artist too are very obvious to see. It means that I'm agreeing to do XYZ for you and in return, um, I'm going to get this off of your future earnings. It means that I'm saying that I am agreeing that I want to invest XYZ amount to you and I want to make available that investment to you. And in return, you know, I'm going to expect XYZ off of the revenues that we make off of it. You're saying that um, um, I'm going to open up all of those gaps, all of the spaces to make revenue for you. And again, in return, I say you do your best. You bring the quality product to the table and I'm going to take a percentage off of future earnings. That's what I assume that the relationship between label and uh, artist signees are. So again, I hear 80 million um, and I'm saying, well, that's very well, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like, oh, what have you done to, to deserve that payback from this artist? Um, Brimer has not done a lot. He wasn't do able to do a lot when he was still in the structure. He said that he had to opt out of the uh, conversation because, again, the other side was not given to the end of the back game. So let's bring it down to reset movements. Let, let's bring it down to a now situation, right? Um, the conversation sh still should not be, yo, you know, we're going to get it back. That shouldn't be the conversation for the label at this very moment. I think that as long as nobody's dead, by the way, there's still some conversations to be had. And in order for that conversation to happen, a couple of things have to happen. Firstly, the label on their end have to come to the table and say, okay, this guy, you have our money. How do we make the money back? How are you going to pay us back? Or how are we part of the payback? That's if they're insisting on the payback. Or they say that, you know what? You know what? Bygones be bygones. How much... You know, can we make, if we collaborate, if we partner together, how much more can we make? Are we going to be able to make more than what was being owed to us? Are we going to be able to do a lot more together? But again, in order for this conversations to happen, you have to be very realistic about where you're at. You have to be very realistic about where you was as well. You know, where the state of um, entertainment was in the country at that point in time. And I'm talking on both ends. Uh, you have to be very, very realistic about what's happening right now as well and what your value proposition is um for the label they have to step away from i'm the savior i'm trying to save you you the artist you have nothing you're nothing without us you know they have to come off of that they have to come off of that ego try um they have to be willing to have conversations that are going forward 
that's from the label perspective. From the artist perspective, to get into this conversation, um, I'm not going to say from the artist perspective it should be about it should be about them. Um, it should be about them um, dropping their egos because egos is a core part of how artists produce. You know, it's a core element and how they create as well so i'm not going to say that they should drop it but they need to be aware that a lot more can be done with partnership a lot more can be done with structure imagine as an artist if you're solely focused on creating and then you have a manager that is the bridge between yourself and the label and all of the revenues that you could be making um so yes everybody just has to come to the table with their head screwed on right everybody has to come to the table knowing fully well what today is and what tomorrow could be and you know they are willing to work towards it together um it's just very important um not even just for the chocolate city primer situation but for really any any type of situation that involves structure and artists especially for the artists that are in their own rights already um, established so there's that <laughs> let's jump into some new music um asap so new music is out the only one i want to talk about today has to be me and you tame's new single it is absolutely insane it's driving me bonkers as we don't replay all weekend um i've gone into my mushy ass um because of the storm but i've also been able to tap into my cockiness if you will uh because of the song absolutely amazing um as a big ball like that song has a lot of mixes in it like i said cocky is in there um confidence is in there um vulnerable is in there you know clarity is in there as well just a lot is in there and um i'm absolutely living for it she was able to kind of softly communicate what it is she wanted but aside from softly communicating the song has enough drama for you to know what she's saying for you to hear what she's saying she's saying that make it what my while she's saying that make it what a while bring something that i'm lacking to the table you know don't just be all talk don't just be all you know yappity yappity and she's saying that i'm at the door it means that i'm ready i'm good to go um do not stress me out with anything less anything less has to be tiring <laughs> um this particular track i've noticed something every time that i keep on playing it you see that last 17 seconds and i don't know if it's deliberate by the way but you see that last 17 seconds the beat switches up you know the beat switches up and it's at this moment i realized ah what's this i don't like the sound and then i replayed every single time from that junction oh uh, i actually love it it's it's something i just noticed that has been consistent since i've been playing it i don't know about you um for thames uh, it helps that we don't know anything about our life our life is kind of private you know we hear rumors today that she's pregnant and she comes also to say that everyone is crazy and we hear rumors that oh she's dating this and she's dating that i'm rolling your eyes at the numbers of rumors that are kind of swirling around her because again our life is kind of very private um and this song plays into that a lot of our songs plays into that because you never know what she's talking about there's even like rumors that you know i'm not gonna go there but <laughs> what i'm saying is that it just helps that we're not really sure about a private life um i think that she's settling into her life nicely i've said us earlier before that you know it would just be great that if she's able to scoop in revenue from different angles as opposed to rushing into a project as opposed to rushing into into anything so i think that's what she has been doing she has been able to on the low write for rihanna beyond beyonce you know i'm sure that she has had a feature with drake you know i'm sure that a lot more 
other things that we're not even aware of at the moment you know she's been able to do and she's still doing so she's not putting too much stress on the music making she's not putting too much stress on herself as a creative as an artist at least to us here um she's taking her time to create and create what she wants to create how she wants to create it um she's taking directions she's learning uh, new things as well and i think that's very 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 important back to the song the very first verse is about self-valuation um it's 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 not even just about that and it's very much more than that as well it's a call for mutual benefits um like i implied earlier um it has to be watered on both ends for <laughs> one person not to feel stressed she's already outside she's at the door she's ready really to go you know what are you working with um that's, that's what she's saying or that's what she said um i like the beginning part where she said you know it's my decision i don't think you listen there's an element of cockiness in there but um the assured version there's an element of confidence in there she's reiterating what she has said before because she's still on that train she didn't leave that train you're the one that is open that things have changed no you don't listen hear me when i say this that's what she's saying the second verse i think is the kick every time that i'm listening to certain songs ever since david did like the chee thing every time i'm listening to certain songs and it's it's entering let me put it that way i always say chi and i haven't said chi in a long time right um no issue as warranted it or no track as warranted in that way but this i when i was listening to the second verse make me your matter chi, make me your matter i told you i know this song <laughs> every time that i'm listening to the song that second verse chi comes up i'm saying chi i have like this big grin on my face it's giving me the mushes i absolutely absolutely love it um this particular song i i think that for people that are very much into committing into a thing for people that are excited about possibilities as well i think that this is a song for you if that type of situation gets you if that type of situation is love to you then um this song is definitely for you tamed me and you absolutely gorgeous 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 is the fact that the song on one part it sounds like a plea on another part as well it sounds like a challenge so it's like those two things rolled into one oh love it love it love it i definitely cannot get enough of it it was on replay throughout my weekend so it's all good it's all good um from this week's um my track of the week to another track that i was listening to before this week that's city boys i was on that like last week it was the food stomping everywhere they want to match me okay not me <laughs> on the media <laughs> but yeah city boys is such a it's such an infectious song i i mentioned that uh, last week it's still an infectious song to be honest um it's it's as the summer wave is the last last of right now which is not definitely not a bad thing Scanning through Runner Boys project, you you examine like albums like twice as tall and you're thinking, hmm, hmm, hmm. Twice as tall might just be that album that would outlast the rest. At least, at least love that mini and I told them I think that twice as tall is very, very, very good. Um it's gonna have that longness to it, longevity to it. That's what they call it. But yes, um, I remember when Love Damini dropped and I was super jacked for it. Like I was hyper for it. I had Cloak and Dagger with Geo. So that firstly was a, that's my project. You know, it had like Science, it had Dirty, it had the one with Khaled, it had the one with Ed Sheeran. Okay, I'm terrible singing, but <laughs> it had the one with Ed Sheeran in there. It had one with Popcat in there as well. It just had a, 
was an array. It was like a buffet. It was the fusion in Afro Fusion, that project. And again, I remember how jacked up, um, jacked up rather I was when the project dropped. Now I barely listen to it as a project. I have certain songs that I listen to, that I go to on there. Um, same thing with I told you, you know, trying to listen to the entire body of work right now. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't fit into my daily life at the moment. Um, but it still doesn't take away from the quality that the songs on there. It still doesn't take away from the quality that it's writing because Vida is writing in its elements. It doesn't take away from it as well. But from the last two projects, right, uh, it seems like the artist is now very much on the surface. It's very um, materialistic or a little bit materialistic. And um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Though. Some people were attributed to, like I used to, were attributed to a breakfast that happened. I'm still very skeptical about that breakfast. <laughs> but you know how they say, you once you're broken, you're just like, you know what, YOLO. Um, so maybe that's the phase that Bernard is in right now. He has been touring since Love That Mini. And it felt like it got a bit of what people liked. It got a bit of what works for him in his mission of stacking. Because I think that's the mission that he's on. You know, aside from mission of stacking, it's just enjoying himself touring with the, with the team. Everybody's just kind of exploring all the opportunities that they have. Um, they're challenging themselves and they're rising to the occasion. And they're trying to give a good show across board and what it seems like the artist is doing at this point in time is curated it just seems like it's curated at, at the end of the day it boils down to his fans right at the end of the day it boils down to his core fans you know um, outsiders which do they prefer in creating an album or in curating an album because i think that that's a tad bit different a tad bit uh difference in there there's um african giants i like to start from there was African Giants and African Giants was very um it was a response to the Coachella bit very intentional the same thing as twice as told within Grammys for African Giants and he said you know what hold my red cup and he went back to the drawing board and gave you an album that you wouldn't be able to look away from and that was twice as told he did it so good so substantial oh my god it reminds me baby this is a comeback I just um, that's that. And then you had Love That Mini after that as well. And Love That Mini, it's very easy to listen to. Very in the moment project, like I'd mentioned earlier. Um, I think it was from, it was again from this project that I saw what people are easily drawn to. What it can kind of tour the world with. And um, it, it has been doing that for quite a minute. Like I said, it's been touring the world. Love That Mini. And it has not even stopped now. I'm screaming with jealousy. Um, the the performances are happening everywhere else except here. Uh, it goes back to the conversation that we were having about value. And the value that we put on entertainment. And how the complementary sectors can kind of aid and benefit from it. A mutually beneficial agreement, if you will. Um, no matter how much you chop it, how you chop it, left, right, middle, you know, down the sides, it benefits everybody that is a part of it. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's still in the honor of um, Independence Month. I'd say that what that means for us as individuals, as a body, is that there's still a lot of gaps to be filled in the country. And it's really up to us. Our awards and our actions will create something. So back to Banner. is is stacking right now. It seems like is is project, at least the very last two one, right? In the moment project, as somewhat commercial project, if you will say. But they're still done at a very superb quality, at a very high quality. It's selling to the outside community. It's stacking. And um the, the if if there's anything to take away from that bit is the fact that you can't take away that it has roots. Um it has roots in 
in um, authenticity as well in what it's doing as well. So, hey, great to see, great to see. For for the artist, it seems to it seems to just be enjoying that bit of entertainment. I mean, it's part of his craft, so he's enjoying just that bit at the moment, and you can't fault that. If you as an artist, or if you as a listener, rather, you want a much more deeper burner, you want a, a much more substantial burner, quote-unquote, you have to wait for him to spin right back around. But in the meantime, in the meantime, I'll just say this, just enjoy the show. If it is City Boys that you like, pick up City Boys and flaunt with it. Um, if it is, I'm not gonna I'm smoking city. Okay, I'm not allowed to say that. Okay, <laughs> if it's that one as well that you like, you know, just look for moments in that project, take it, and really, really enjoy listening to it. Because, like I said, whether commercial or not, you know, Burner is still that quality and it maintains that quality across board. So, you can't say shit about that. So, just enjoy the show for now, is what I'm saying. From Bernard to another artist that you definitely have no choice but to enjoy the show. It's Drake. For the dogs is out and it has a lot of conversation spinning around it. From the fans, from um, the artists, the colleagues, you know, um, Drake's colleagues, um, to people that are not so much as fans as well, you know. And lots of conversations around it. I'll say this. I saw the album and what I was expecting from the album is that I was going to get old Drake. I was going to get nothing was the same Drake. I was going to get Take Your Drake. I was going to get So Far Gone Drake. You know, I was going to get more live views Drake as well. You know, I was going to get all of that Drake. That's what I was expecting. So going into the project, I tapped a couple of listens. Not even a couple of listens. First listen. And I just really quickly gravitated towards um, what we call first shooter and 8am in Charlotte. Um, I'm going to take my time to listen to the project still. Maybe when all of the dust settles down, I'll be able to go back and listen. But right now, I'm on my first shooter. Shout out to J. Cole. Jovin Cole. Um, and, <laughs> and then, obviously, 8 a.m. in Charlotte. There was no way that I was going to see the name of that track. And I wasn't going to go to it just first. Just because of um, what he has proven over time with all of his time to stamp our tracks as well. He has been brutal on those. He has kind of been going in. <laughs> On those, but yes, ATM in Charlotte. When I listened to it, one thing I could tell for sure was that, oh my god, my artist is aging too. You know, my artist is aging too, and what that inspired in me was just pride. Um, listening to Drakeson's era of so far gone, um, and looking at what he has been able to do in the industry, he has been able to sustain his reign, he has been very very consistent um in his artistry much more than that he has also been able to delve into business and not just delve into one sector of business right delve into the different aspects of the entertainment industry as well because it's about that life you know what i mean um so again listening to atm charles no videos just the audio i i just had a very soft moment and i was like oh see see my dollar like they always call it <laughs> See, see, I listened to it to him in Charlotte and then I went back to a couple of his timestamp track. You know, there's one in Calabasas, there's the one in Toronto, there's one in New York as well. Um, there's the one um on CLB, the Brittle Path, uh, there's one in Dallas as well. There's Do Not Disturb, amazing stuff. When I just I just went back to listen to to those records and I'm like Jerry has kind of been talking petty for a minute and 
two ways. Let's look at it from two angles. As as a fan, I'll tell you that, oh my God, Drake, you know, I cannot relate to his music anymore. You know, that's why I don't listen as much. And that's all right, because Drake's reality is very different from my reality. The trajectory on how he has been able to grow over time and what he has been able to achieve, what he's a part of currently. I don't have that. So it'd be crazy to think that I could still relate to him in that way. It would just be crazy and it would be unrealistic, delusional to think that I could. Um, I mean, I went ahead to even look at, okay, for sure, what are the businesses that this man is into? Because all of this talk, if it's going to be like certain artists that are saying all of these things and then you look into their reality and there's nothing there, it's going to be sad. It's going to be sorry. As, as, as a fan, you're going to hate listening to him for sure that. So I went ahead to look at some of the things that he has in, uh, he's involved in as a businessman at, He's a co-founder of a clothing brand, OVO. He's a co-founder of um, uh, a record label as well, OVO. He's the co-founder of a production company, good God. is an investor in a um, pickleball team, a Brooklyn Ace. is an investor in Syriac uh, Soccer Club, that's AC Milan. He's, an, he's a global investor, global ambassador for um, the NBA team, Toronto Raptors is an ambassador for a gambling website as well that takes is the owner and the founder of noctel um a subsidiary of, of or a, a brand that has a partnership with nike um is an investor in dave's art chicken i'm talking about restaurant chain he's also an investor in a fintech company good god almighty he has a very impressive portfolio he has a very interesting catalog these are things that are actually happening around and things that is actively a part of and he's living in that way. You can see that from the way that he has been able to build relationships across board. He's living as a brand. He's living as a business. And I don't know, you saying, or I saying that I cannot relate to him. Of course, I cannot relate to him. So as a listener, what you can do at this point is to kind of aspire, um, kind of let the, the artist kind of even map you out, kind of guide you into things that you want to do, things that you want to be able to achieve as well because drake has been consistent drake has said a lot of things and he has been backing it up and he has been able to you know fulfill them one after the other that's something that you definitely cannot take away of from him um let's go to the the timestamp our tracks what are some of your favorite records me i was listening to everything and i think that this is how i have arranged it i am so sure that this is my setup I think uh, 5 a.m. in Toronto kind of topped the cake for me. I think at that time, it was kind of vexed. It was all wilding out. He said something about the fact that if he left the industry, you know, just a couple of orphans, and if he's in the industry, it's going to be fun as to all of them. I mean, again, see the current life. is He has a lot of young artists flocking towards him, flocking around him as well. His father's kind of father's to all of them now, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> the other track that, the next track that I think I'll put after 5am in Toronto has to be 7am on Brave Old Path. Before that time, I was so pissed at Drake. I was like, you let push a mark here. I'm not interested in your other moments. But with 7am, I was like, yes, go talk your shit. You know, <laughs> it was on set by Lover Boy. I love it when Drake talks, you know, direct and as clear as possible. 7 a.m. on Brittle Path was one of those records that I had. Um, it was the first couple of tracks that I had on CLB and amazing stuff, amazing stuff. There's one line there I do not understand. It says that the level of jealousy is the media. And I'm like, Ola Boy, what you mean? What you mean? What do you mean? But that particular track, the flow was insane. The flow was amazing. I definitely I love it. I think the next track has to be 9 a.m. in Dallas. 
all the dogs there. <laughs> then there's 4 a.m. In, 4 p.m. in Calabasas, and then there's uh, 6 p.m. in New York. But I get that do not disturb as well as the timestamp. I'm taking it as such, uh, so I'm going to place it in my top, in my top three. Yes, uh, that's how I'm going to uh, read the timestamp tracks. I think. How would you rate your? I'm I'm interested to know. I'm interested to know what at this very moment, maybe 5 a.m. in Toronto is that for me. <laughs> Let me know. But yes, the artist has been able to sustain uh, that longevity in his career since the days of So Far Gone. That's when I started to listen to him. And I know that I probably fell off with More Life. I fell off. I couldn't relate again after More Life. Views More Life. I just couldn't relate after. But it doesn't take away from the quality that he is. Um, for the artist, it's going to be a personal journey. And if you're talking about the quality, if you're talking about substance, it's going to be for him to decide that this is the route that I want to take. But before we judge, we have to sit him down and ask him, what are your goals? Do you want to make an album that, you know, um, is transgenerational? If you want to do that, it's up to the artist to say, okay, look, I got to rethink how I do this, right? Um, or do you want to make an, an album that cuts across all age groups, cuts across a couple of um, um, nations as well or continents as well? Do you want to do that? It's up to the artist to tell you, this is what I want to achieve with this project. And it's up to him to bring the data to Shalaye for you and say that, yo, I achieved it. I don't know what you're on about. So um, that's just what I have to say on this. Um, maybe when the dust settles, I go back to for the dogs and jump into that pool again. And I'll let you know what I think when I do as that comes up. But for now, make sure that you do enjoy, you know, Drake in the form that he is in right now take the parts that you enjoy and just stick to it as that now as me um as somebody that's listened right from so far god um i'll just say this i'm more impressed with the fact that this person has kept on going and going i told you i hit, i was listening to his voice on um atm in charlotte and i hear that he's aged like the like is older now you can hear it you can hear it. Um, the voice is telling you that. The texture of his voice is telling you that. And one thing I'm very in awe of is the fact that this man has been able to sustain his character to this very point. He has been consistently creating. Not giving it like long, long breaks. Do one and disappear. He doesn't do that. He has been in your freaking faces. He's storing the world. He's making, he's making music so much more fun and so much more entertaining. He's enjoying himself. If you're a part of the concert as well. It seems like, you know, the, the fans are enjoying the show that it's putting on as well. So and I'm like, win, 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 win. As long as everyone is happy, as long as he's happy with this direction, as long as he's happy with this creation as well. For you as a fan, if it doesn't serve you anymore, you can just take a step back and say, this is the part I like. And this is the part I'm going to speak on. This is the part I'm going to focus on. He's a full on businessman. I like that. Another star that is quality enough that deserves your attention, that deserves your audience. Oh, it's Black Sheriff. Um, his debut project, The Villain I Never Was, is a year older. And honestly, I'm just taking it back to when I first had the project as well. Debut project, amazing stuff. Um, 45, Soldier, Pretty Young Star, Put him on radar, Rhea, Rhea. Oh, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> and that's also where you had like the shout out to uh, Big Seven as well. Oh, rather, Burner Boy. And that's why you have to shout out to him. He says, oh, I chill, I'm chilling. 
I love it. There's also the vulnerable, toxic love city. There's Congo as well. One thing I do like about the artist is the fact that in the mix, the mix, right, of All Black Sheriff is in the mix of the type of songs that he does, in the mix of all of his lyrics, because you can, it's, it's, it's a proper mix. You get the pretty youngster and then you get tracks like Toxic Love City. One thing I enjoy about him is, is the way that he communicates as authentic and as raw as possible in places like Toxic Love City. Sometimes they didn't have the words to even express exactly what he was feeling and it will tell you that, but anyways, this is what's going to be happening. Um, you know, in the meantime, while I'm trying to understand this feeling, while I'm trying to wrap my end around this situation, around this thing, this is what's going to be happening in the meantime, because I mean, what do I do? And here and here, that's what it is. It's, it's, it's the same theme in most of the songs on that project as well. Commitment, commitment, commitment to the journey, commitment to the path, commitment to self as well. Quinko the Traveler, I love, who never fuck up ends in the hair. This is what you expected from me. But it's not what went down he's able to strip away the um, delusions and just you know stay on what the reality is reporting on what the reality is i I love that so so much again these are some of the records that i definitely fuck with on that project 45 soja pray the youngster toxic love city uh congo um if we're talking afro beats if we're talking afro fusion if we're talking afro whatever music that is going to represent the continent if we're talking about artists as well they're well deserving of that spot i think that black sheriff is one of those it's quality through and through and he doesn't do too much it's very important to say that it's very important to say that it doesn't do too much i know that he's on stomsy record um he has done a track with um, um the, some of the socialites in the country as well um you know, and it seems like a genuinely soft-spoken guy, cool guy, chilled guy. Um, but much more than the music, one thing I do like and one thing I do respect as well is just his brand management assigned to Empire, right? Um, it's brand management is something that I really, really like. Um, the visual creation on his IG page is something I definitely appreciate as well. Like I said, it's one of those authentic ones. It's just one of those ones that have substance, those ones to know when to drop what quality is and just doing things at their own pace. I caught it on a media outlet where the artist said that one of his favorite songs um, from Brimo is um, Winnie Fred. Yo, the fact that he can mention that particular song and say that it's one of his favorite songs, best song um, to listen to, shows that he knows what quality is as well that's i'm saying something for this artist well shout outs to black sheriff shout outs to the villain i never was uh, amazing project if you've not listened to it before go ahead to listen to it today let me know what you think that's all that we have uh <laughs> for the city vibrations today that's all we have for you today thank you so much for tapping in for more conversations and proposals Send an email to thecityvibrations at gmail.com or the city vibrations on Instagram and Twitter as well. I'll just type that in and something will pop up. We can't come this there. My name is Vyawande Abolano and this is the City Vibrations.